Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 4 of the On The Bench podcast with me, your host Will. I hope you all had a great week and I'm enjoying your weekend full of football. Obviously there wasn't a podcast midweek, which I do apologise for, but let's start off by talking about some of the events in the footballing world from the midweek, especially with the FA Cup. So a little FA Cup roundup. Obviously, there was, there was some really good games. Lots of enjoyable games. Lots of enjoyable games. Um, we'll start off with the Man City Luton. I believe it was six-two in the end. A Harland and De Bruyne masterclass. Uh, quickly, a little point on them. I think at this point now, it's just got to be accepted that they are two of the best players in the league. I think my top three, not in order, would be Salah, De Bruyne, Harland. I think when Kane was in the league, Kane definitely have an argument in there, but. Just so good. They must be so happy to have De Bruyne back firing. I do think probably De Bruyne is the best player in the league. I do think he's better than Haaland just because he's his prolonged period in the league. And what he's done for Man City and what he continues to do. What a player. What, what an amazing player. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting game, 6-2. I think, obviously, Luton scored their two goals, which were good goals. But, um, but could they have done a bit more to defend? Yeah, it's, it's always difficult when you're playing a team like that and the quality of players which they have. But... Despite that, a good, a good win for City. Um, the game was Newcastle against Blackburn. A game which obviously went to penalties, finished one all. Um, obviously, a game Newcastle probably won't be too happy about. Obviously, Championship side Blackburn, so they probably should feel they should be um, playing a bit better. But I feel like that sort of sums up Newcastle at the minute. They've not been as electrifying as they have maybe. Last season, start of this season, when they were you know beating the likes of PSG, that sort of stuff, and they have sort of stagnated a bit. But I feel like that's expected. You know, you can't expect it to be all sunshine and rainbows forever. So I think they're sort of just settling down a bit now, Newcastle, because they're massive rise. I think they're just sort of finding their place at the minute. Um, but they did, they did win on penalties, despite. The uh, Nervy game against Blackburn. Shout out to Sammy Smozic. Um Although he did miss a pen, did score a goal. And I think he's... Is he, is he still the top goal scorer in the Championship? I'm not sure. But he's definitely up there. And he's definitely having a mad season. So congrats to him. Uh, another FA Cup game from earlier on in the week was Bournemouth versus Leicester. It was a Leicester win. I was surprised by Bournemouth not winning that, to be honest. Because I think they've been good this season and last season. I've been impressed with Bournemouth since they've come up. Back, back up to the uh, Premiership. Uh, obviously, last season, when they came back up, a lot of people had them to go down. And I still think they're performing really well. Made, obviously, a lot of signings, but I think good signings on the whole. Some areas they can improve, obviously. So I was surprised they lost that by that. And fair play to Leicester, who obviously, I believe, just lost yesterday to QPR. So a bit of a shock there. But they're through to the next round of the FA Cup, so good for them. Um... Moving on to some other FA Cup games in the midweek. I believe this is Wednesday's games. Leeds-Chelsea. I literally called that this game would be a mad game. A good game. I'm, I'm, you know, it just it just had it written all over it. Because Leeds are obviously firing. Chelsea are just up and down team. You know, like, you know that you can score against Chelsea when you play against them. So, it'll be a good game. Obviously, finished 3-2 Chelsea. It was a good game. I do think on a different day, Leeds could have won that. But, a good entertaining game for neutrals anyway. Um, main United game... 1-0 against Forest, late goal from Casemiro. Lucky. I, I did hear a bit of controversy around the goal. Um, so a bit fortunate then for them to get through. Unlucky for Forest. Would have been nice to see them go around. But obviously, United will be playing Liverpool in the next round. And Liverpool against Southampton was a 3-0 win for the Reds. Um, I did watch the entirety of that game. 
Liverpool were definitely fortunate in the first half because Southampton had tons of chances in the first half and they should have scored really. But um, little highlights for Dan's scored two goals. He was better. He was sorry. He was, re- he was really good. I was really impressed with him. Um, I say he's probably playing better than Gakpo at the minute, which is a bit mad. I feel like it's an interesting one with Gakpo. I've been thinking about his performances for a while. Um, he is an interesting player because I remember obviously before Liverpool signed him. It was obviously the World Cup and for Netherlands he was scoring mad goals. I think he scored like the most goals in the groups in that World Cup. And he was just mental. And, he's, and it's, it's clear he's not at that level, but hopefully he can get there soon. But yeah, good play, good win for the Reds and the youngsters, especially Dan's. Um, so that was the FA Cup. A couple of talking points uh, besides from actual fixtures throughout the week. Um, some comments about Ten Hag. There was a little bit of beef. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of you saw the Ten Hag, Jamie Carragher beef, um, <laughs> which is something which is not really a surprise because it's for like pundits and managers seems to clash. Um, but he was Ten Hag was complaining a about Jamie Carragher's comments. Um, um, he was basically annoyed in inverted comments at Jamie Carragher's comments on the midfield of Manchester United. It was a bit weird that I, th- I thought it was a bit of an unnecessary. Thing to get involved with, I feel like most people, if they were manager, wouldn't bother getting it embroiled with arguments with pundits because obviously, because at the end of the day, pundits are just people which basically just share their opinion, which every football fan does. And I think the opinion was fair. I think lots of people recognize that my United start open in that department. And will it show today as I'm recording this? I'm recording this a few hours before um, the Manchester derby on Sunday. So will that show against City? Likely, but you never know. Um, but I do think it can be difficult, obviously, when you're manager of a team like my United. And I'm sure they're getting told things about different news stories. I think it is different at times. But if if that was my manager, I'd be like, why are you getting embroiled in this sort of beef with just a few comments? Which is probably true um, from a pundit. Uh, another point on Ten Hag. I saw he got annoyed by a Fulham TikTok. I'm not sure if any of you saw that, but it was a, it's a TikTok. Again, I'm not sure why a manager's getting annoyed about a TikTok. You know, if I feel like if that's my manager, I'm... A bit like, why are you getting annoyed about TikTok? I'd rather you be annoyed about the performances and improve on that. But, Ten Hag does what he wants. Um, I thought that has been the problem with my United managers. They've never looked confident and like in control. Which, again, is confident, is difficult when you're managing um, Man United. But I, was, but I was thinking about which managers always look like this. But I feel like, if, if we look at Ange Postacoglu at Tottenham, he never looked like he's under pressure. I do wonder if he was at United... Would he be that sort of calm and collected figurehead? But yeah, who knows? So that was a little brief bit on the midweeks going on in football. Um, yesterday's games, Saturday, Premier League, some great games. Um, obviously the highlights, Liverpool's 99th minute winner against Nottingham Forest, Darwin Nunes, lovely ball from McAllister. Shout out to him, he's been good this season. Uh, Brentford's tour class with Chelsea, lovely goal by Johan Wisser, the uh, lovely bicycle kick. A late win for West Ham against Everton, 3-1. Um, I liked Suchet's goal. You know, I feel like that's an underrated goal. Suchet, what a finish that was. If you, if you, haven't, if you haven't seen that goal by Suchet to win, it was the second West Ham goal. Um, mad. What a goal. Fair play, Suchet. Uh, Fulham, shock win, some might say. 3 in over Brighton. Um, Newcastle, good win for them to bounce back from their not amazing performance against Blackburn. 3 a win over Wolves. Uh, come back for Tottenham, 3-1 against... Palace, shout out Ebert Ebert Eze for his freak against 
Tottenham for their goal. Great. Great free kick. What a player. Hopefully he gets more involvement in the England squad soon. And the later on game, Luton 2, Aston Villa 3. That was a good game as well. I thought Luton might come back and get get something from that. But no, fair play to Aston Villa. I think they played decently. So um, deserved win for them. Um, going back to the uh, Nottingham Forest Liverpool game, obviously the late winner, there was a bit of controversy about whether the Liverpool goal should have stood because it was, I think it was like scored 30 seconds after the time added on, maybe. I think it scored in like the whatever. It was it, it was it was later on than what the um, added time was. I don't personally think, don't, don't think that's a massive deal because I feel like goals like that always happen when you, when you have minutes added on and there's no prolonged periods during that out of time surely there'll be a little bit more out of time onto that so I don't personally think that's a big deal obviously Nottingham Forest will be annoyed because it's you know they, they can see a late goal against a good good side um, and obviously it, w- it would have been a good point for them uh, as they you know obviously fight to try and stay in the league I saw a few images of like their chairman on, on like, the side of the pitch I thought it was a bit weird but whatever whatever um, so yeah it was a bit Bit of controversy there, but I do think these things happen, and there's not much, not much you can do about it. I think it's just frustrating for um Forest, but obviously a very good win for Liverpool to keep them in charge in the title race. Um, another bit of controversy moving over to Spain. I'm sure if you saw the Jude Bellingham got sent off as Real Madrid drew with Valencia. Uh, basically, if you're not aware, the controversy was it was two all. Uh, Real Madrid came from two 0 down, and then Jude Bellingham scored in inverted commas. Um, in the last minute, but the whistle blew literally milliseconds before the ball went in. And I do back the officials, I, I, I do think the um, ball went in the net after the whistle was blown, so obviously it shouldn't have stood. But obviously, in the heat of the moment, obviously the Vomitive players were angry as they would be. Obviously, you, you know, like you're trying to come back from 2 0 down and win. Um, so I do think that was fair from the officials and just one of those things. But obviously, Jubelum got, got sent off, so obviously, it'll be out for Real Madrid for a little bit but some entertaining games yesterday on Saturday uh, throughout the leagues um, and obviously today as, as I mentioned Manchester Derby I'll do a little prediction for it obviously you will know probably the results by the time you listen to this um, I think it's obvious to go for a City win I think was it last season I think Manchester United did win against City so you, you obviously never know in a Derby but I will go Man City win well, do I think my United will score a goal? I do think they might score a goal because you never know with City these days. I'm going to go 3 1 Manchester City. A little hard. I'm going to go De Bruyne brace and a slabbed own goal. That's going to be my prediction. And a Marcus Rashford goal as well. Okay, so moving on to the next section of the podcast. I mentioned this, I believe, in the last episode, was I was thinking about doing like a football quiz on the podcast, uh, which obviously you can play along with at home. I can do as well. So I, th- I thought it would be a good time to do it now. Why not? Shout out to uh, 442, uh, the website, for their quizzes. I I started doing a couple, and I think they're quite good quizzes. So doing the Friday football quiz from 442, uh, can you get 20 correct answers? So feel free to play along at home. I'll obviously try and get 20 out of 20. Will it happen? Probably not because the ball knowledge is not there. Um, but play along at home and let me know what score you get. Feel free to tweet uh, me at the podcast. Uh, the Twitter is at OnTheBenchCast. Tweet me what you got out of 20 um, and we'll see who got the best score. So question one, the 20 questions. Uh, question one, which club did Arsenal sign Thierry Henry from? Uh, there was four options, so I'll read the options out to you. Is it Juventus, Milan, Monaco, Paris Saint-Germain. 
Uh, I feel like my ball launch is going to be exposed here. Which club did Arsenal sign Thierry Henry from? Um, Juventus, Milan, Monaco, PSG. Obviously, play along at home. Um, I think it's... I'm stuck, I'm stuck between Juventus and Monaco for some reason. Did he play for you? I feel like I'm tempted to go Monaco because I feel like that's the whole thing Mbappe played for Monaco as well. Um, but I don't think Juventus. I feel like it's obvious. But I'm not... Obviously, I'm not an Arsenal fan or a big Thierry Henry fan per se. But I do think it's been Juventus and Monaco. Um, come on, go Juventus. It was Juventus on my days. I've got a clutch answer. One out of one. Juventus. Oh, that's a good answer that. Question two. Which city hosted the 2002 Champions League final setting of Zinedine Zidane's wonder goal against Bayer Leverkusen? Obviously, I wasn't alive then. So, um... This will be a guess. Obviously, some of your listeners might have been alive then. And I've watched it. Uh, so the options are Barcelona, Glasgow, London or Madrid. Which city hosted the 2002 Champions League final setting of Zinedine's wonder goal against Bayern? For some reason, I don't think it was London or Glasgow. I don't know why. Obviously, I might be wrong. I wasn't alive. So this is literally just a guess. Um, I'm just going to go Madrid. It was Glasgow. Ah, it was Glasgow. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too angry about that because obviously I wasn't alive, but got the second one wrong. Question three. Which of these Sunderland players... Oh, this is not going to go well. Which of these Sunderland players was nominated for a Ballon d'Or? Uh, I'm, I'm just looking at the answer here. Excuse pronunciation. So we've got Asamoa Gyan, Didier Adong, Torre Andre Flo, or Wabi Kasri. Um, nominated for a Ballon d'Or. I don't know the answer. I'm just going to go... Obviously, I'm not sure what you, you guys think. Um, lock your answers in. I'm going to go Wabi Kasri. It wasn't. It was Asamoa Gyan. Oh, dear. The ball knowledge is being exposed. I've got one out of three so far. This is not good. Question four. Which European giant has had one of their players play in every World Cup since 1982? I feel like this is a player. I think I know this answer, actually. The options are Arsenal, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid. Which European Giants has had one of their players in every World Cup final since 1982? I'm going to go Real Madrid. Oh, my days are Bayern Munich. It was Bayern Munich. Why was I so confident about Real Madrid? I feel like I knew that as well. I feel like I've heard this before. Oh, this is this is so bad. I've got one out of four, man. Question five. Which of these clubs has not won the championship twice? Burnley, Newcastle, Reading, Sheffield United. Right, right. Let's work this out. Let's work this out. I think not won it twice. Burnley must have. I feel like I want to go Reading, but I'm not sure why. Sheffield United. I feel like it's Reading or Newcastle. Part of me wants to go Newcastle. Ah, oh, my ball knowledge is being exposed here. I'm not sure how you guys are getting on at home, but the answers op- options are Burnley, Newcastle, Reading. I'm going to go Newcastle. With Sheffield United. Oh my days! I've got one out of five. This is being exposed. Right, let's quickly move on. Question six: Which of these stadiums? Is the biggest by capacity? What a stupid question that is. Okay. The options are Estadio Ramon Sanchez Pizjuan. Great pronunciation there, Will. Uh, the Johan Cruyff Arena, the Stadio Diego Armando Maradona, or the Stadio Nero Rocco. Now, let's be honest, no one here knows this. Um, I kind of want to go the Armando Maradona. I'll go that one. It was Johan Cruyff Arena. Oh, my days. I've got one out of six. If... If any of you have got full marks so far, then fair play. But moving on to question seven. What is the name for the cup phenomenon most often used in the FA Cup when a smaller side knocks out a bigger one? A 
The options are a big and battering, giant killing, titan smashing, or whopper wallop. I'm going to go giant killing. Okay, we've got, we got one. We've got one. Got one. Two out of seven. Okay. This is, this is where we pick up form here. Okay. Next question. Question eight. Which of these clubs would you not find in the Liga MX? That's the Mexican League. Club America, Leon, Monterey, Panarol. Oh, my days. Club America's in the Liga MX. Leon... Monterey. I've 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 heard of all of them apart from Penarol. So I'm just gonna go Penarol. It was Penarol! Okay, we're picking up some form here. Three out of eight. Moving on to question nine. Which of these clubs is not part of the City Football Group? So that's Man City, isn't it? Grenoble, Melbourne, Mumbai or Palermo? I know Melbourne is. I think Mumbai is. So it's been Grenoble and Palermo. I don't think Grenoble is. It's a French team, isn't it? It was right. Okay, we're cooking. Now we're cooking now. We've got three in a row right. We're picking up some form here. Question 10, halfway through. In which country would you find a top flight club whose name translates loosely as Royal Society? Is it French, Germany, Italy or Spain? In which country would you find a top flight club whose name translates loosely as Royal Society? France, Germany, Italy or Spain? I think it's Spain. I think Real Sociedad. If that's right, I'm going to go Spain. That's right. I'm not sure if it is Real Sociedad, but that seems right. But we're cooking now. Question 11. Which, what nation, sorry, does Xavi Simmons represent internationally? France, Netherlands, Portugal or Spain? I know this. I'm going to put Netherlands. That is right. We are cooking now. Question 12. Moving on quickly. Okay, I'm not sure about I'll get this one. Question 12. The question is, who is the only player to have played in the World Cup, Champions League, UEFA Cup and the top five levels of English football? The options are Jermaine Pennant, Robert Earnshaw, Steve Finnan, or Troy Deeney. Right. There's no way Troy Deeney... No way Troy Deeney. It's not Troy Deeney, is it? Jermaine Pennant, Robert Earnshaw. For some reason, part of me thinks Steve Finnan. A few of you are definitely going to know this. Jermaine Pennant, Robert Earnshaw, Steve Finnan, or Troy Deeney. I'm just going to go Steve Finnan. I don't think it's Deeney or Pennant. It was Steve Finnan. Oh, my days. Ball knowledge continues. I wonder if some of you got that right. I just had a feeling of that one. Question 13. Let's move on swiftly. We're, we're actually in good form here. Which Scottish side is commonly referred to as the Blue Brazil? Is it Cowdenbeath? That's a great accent there. Rangers, Ross County or St. Mirren? I've no idea. The Blue Brazil. So they must play in blue, which is obviously Rangers. I've never heard of Cowdenbeath. So I wonder, is it there? Because that's the answer. Or is that just there to throw it off? I think it's either Rangers or Cowdenbeath. But if obviously Rangers are blue, but I feel like I would have heard of it. Dude, I'm stuck between A and B because I've never heard of it. I'm just gonna go B. It was Cowden Beef. Ah, oh, I knew I should have gone that. Cause otherwise, why would they put it there? Okay, we've 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 lost the streak. But as you know, this this is not only entertaining but also educational. You know, we're learning things together about football. I've never heard heard of that. So fair enough. Moving on to question 14. Which national side did Denver Bar play for 22 times? Oh, this, I'm not going to get this right. This is going to be embarrassing. Was it France, DR Congo, Ivory Coast or Senegal? Right. I'm going to rule out France. I'm not sure why. Denver Bar. I think I would... I don't know why. I think I'd know if it was Ivory Coast. DR Congo or Senegal. I don't know why. I've just got a feeling to DR Congo. I'm, this is guess, honestly. I'm going to go DR Congo. It was Senegal. Did that ring a bell to me? Not really. I'm sure some of you got that, but okay, we're back to back. Wrong zero. Let's try and get one right. 
Question 15. Okay, we need to get this right. Question 15. Which club has a grade 2 listed building on their badge nicknamed Prince Rupert's Tower? Is it Everton, Luton, City or Southampton? I know Everton do, so I'm just going to go Everton. Okay, that's right. Okay, got that one right. That was, that was fairly easy, I think. Question 16. Got a few questions left. Which two European sides contest in the Riviera Derby? I've heard of this. I think I know which it, I think I know which one it is. Is it Barcelona versus Espanyol, Dortmund versus Schalke, Lazio versus Roma, or Lyon versus Saint Etienne? I'm pretty confident I know the answer to this. Uh, I think it sounds German as well. I'm pretty sure it's Dortmund versus Schalke. Yes, it was. Okay, good. Moving on to question 17. Then I know this one already. Uh, what's the name of Jurgen Klopp's assistant manager at Liverpool? Is it Claudio Tafarel, Michael Edwards, Pep Linders, or Tom Werner? I know the answer. I'm sure most of you do as well. It's Pep Linders. Yep, I believe Michael Edwards is something upstairs. Or he was something upstairs. I think he might have left now. Um, three questions left. Question 18. Which of these facts about the New Zealand national side is true? Oh, I, I like these type of questions. They're quite unique. Okay. Option one. They're the only, nas- they're the only nation officially from Oceania in the OFC Confederation following Australia defeating... defecting to the AFC. That was a mouthful of a question, sorry. Um, option B. They were the only unbeaten team in the 2010 World Cup. They're the... Option C. They're the only nation in the world with a black home kit. Or D. They're the only country with three vowels in their FIFA code, which is AOA, after the Maori word for the country... Altiero. Okay, that was an awful pronunciation, and I apologise. For some reason, there was quite a lot of words there, so sorry I didn't get those options. But for some reason, I think it's B. They're the only unbeaten team at the 2010 World Cup. Where's the 2010 World Cup? Is that in... I don't know where that was. Mexico, I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to go for that. Option B. That was right. I'm not sure. So this random noise, which is in my brain from somewhere. I, yeah, so I'm not sure who won that. Who won that World Cup? Anyway, it was option B. Second to last question, penultimate question, question 19. Which Italian side has cricket has cricket and football club in its full name? Is it Genoa, Juventus, Milan, Napoli? Which Italian side has cricket and football club in its full name? I have no idea. Genoa, Juventus, Milan, Napoli. I feel like I'm going to go with Genoa just because it's the sort of lesser club. It was Genoa. Who knew? I didn't realise cricket was popular in Italy, but there we are. Okay, last question, and then we'll see how many we get. Which of these records does Lionel Messi not hold? Is it all-time La Liga scorer, most Ballon d'Ors, most games played at the World Cup, only player with two World Cup gone boots? Okay. Well, he obviously does hold most Ballon d'Ors. Does he own most League? I feel like he does have the all-time La Liga scorer. Most games played at the World Cup. Um, you might do. Or D was only a pair of World Cup with two World Cup gone boots. I think it might be the last one, which is not, which is the one he doesn't hold. I'm gonna go for it. It is. Yeah, he wasn't. So I got 13 out of 20. Okay, based off the start, where I got like five wrong in a row. I don't think that's that bad. Let me know what you guys got out of 20. If if you beat my score of 13 out of 20, tweet me your score. Um, Twitter obviously is at on the bench cast on twitter i don't think that's that bad so i think we'll try and make this a regular thing and see if we can improve our ball knowledge together and maybe one day we'll get 20 out of 20 who knows okay well i hope you enjoyed that little quiz segment i think we're going to wrap the podcast up here obviously i'll try to get a midweek episode out obviously i keep on saying this but i do have good good lots of plans 
um, for the podcast. Obviously, a bit of a shorter episode today. I think what maybe like twenty five minutes. Obviously, the podcast hasn't got a set time. I just sort of see what happens. What happens? Um, but I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please make sure to rate it five stars on your preferred listening platform for podcasts. Um, go and follow the Twitter at OnTheBenchCast. Let me know your score on the quiz and let me know what you liked about the podcast or what you would like featured. Obviously, I've mentioned a few plans. I want to, obviously, we'll continue this quiz thing because I quite enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna, I want to have an episode on football shirts. I want to have some episodes on some other things. So lots of exciting things planned. Um, but thank you for joining me. A quick note, if any football businesses out there want to sponsor an episode just give me a dm on twitter um and help support the pod otherwise i hope you all enjoyed hope you all enjoy watching some football in the rest of the day and the rest of the week and i will hopefully catch you midweek next week thank you very much for watching and see you later goodbye